Hey guys, my name's Abby, and today I'm here with drum roll. Boom, boom, boom. Ah! Mama. Mama. But it's <laughs> not just any That's Mama episode. This is not a bonus episode. Oh no, no. No. This is a real deal, real topic, getting deep and juicy with my mama. Um... <laughs> Okay. Yo, for the okay. people to hear. Um, tell the people listening a little bit about yourself before we jump on into the... Okay, well, mom can't talk. Okay, what? She's talk? on a sugar high right now because she just had two crumble cookies. Mm-hmm. Um, so good. Tell them about your crumble experience today. It was awesome. I like the minis. I'm a mini fan. I we, don't want yeah. the big ones. We got the catering because we're going to see SpongeBob the Musical tonight at my high school. Okay, well... <gasps> I can't tell them. Why? We haven't given them to him yet. Oh, <gasps> uh, you can't post. Well, then we'll see who's a true fan. Oh, okay. We'll see okay. who really okay. listens okay. because Fair. they have time before the seven o'clock show to listen to a podcast. So we'll see if any of you Greenwood people are fake fans or real fans. Do you want me to tell the flavors? Yeah. Chocolate chip was awesome. I had a cinnamon toast crunch, and it was yum-o. And then the... Yum-o. Okay, don't be making fun of me on here. It was yum Today, we were at lunch, and Mom goes, prayers to the homies. Because you said my homies. <laughs> you said my homies. No, I didn't. In your prayer. No, you I said didn't. Jesus. You said to Jesus, you said, thank you for my homies, and I did. You no. said it first. No, I didn't. Did I? I yes. did? <laughs> no. Yes, I'm so. I yeah. had no idea. And that, that's why I said it. I didn't bring up homies on my own. That was you. You I started literally it. You thought, and Jesus. Wait, that totally you changes and Jesus. things. Then. Yeah, you and Jesus were on the homie cake, and I just joined later. <laughs> I, <laughs> I literally thought that you, I was like, thank you so much for this food and this meal. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. <laughs> Prayers with the homies. <laughs> Let me go get some water. And I do not talk like that. Prayers with the homies. That's yeah, what you said. You, uh-uh. you no. I Anyways, can't. okay. Let me give you. Oh, flavors. Finish the flavors. I just said the two that I tried. And then there's but also then there's a fruity, fruity pebbles, pebbles and sugar cookie. And, sugar. and then there's also um, cornflakes and Reese's puffs. Cornflakes were good, but they were just kind of like rice krispie treats. So we were like, man, whatever. And then, uh, sorry, but the Reese's. Reese's. I would have gotten a Reese's cup. But they were cold. They're oh. not warm. It was just weird. Okay. I don't know. Anyways, life update. So this week, okay, I'm exposing myself a little bit, but um, today is Friday, and I'm uploading this episode on a Friday. <laughs> but actually, I'm very proud of you for that. That's huge for you. Yeah, huge. Sometimes you have to change things up a little bit due to circumstances and schedules. Yeah, my schedule. Well, it was, I had two tests uh, yesterday and today. And so I had to study for all of those. And then we were in there like shows and stuff. And oh, and I saw Sadie Robertson yesterday. She came to campus. Shout out, Sadie. Thanks for um, coming to just talk to me and only me. And that's it. I'm just kidding. But I saw Sadie Robertson um, at Belmont. There were like 150, 200 kids there. And we listened to her talk. And it was really, really cool. But now we're on spring break. I finished all my tests. It's me and mom. And then Peter's here. Say hi, Peter. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... I, was, I really wanted to film an episode with mom because it's been a while since I've like 
had mom on an actual episode and not just like a bonus episode. And so I thought what better um, topic to talk about uh, with mom. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, let me start over. What better person to talk about this topic with than mom? <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say. Anyways, you know what? I, you you understand what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah, that's basically my life update. And spring break is this week. Mm. So tell the people where we're going, mother. We're going to Orange Beach, Alabama. Yep. And we don't and know if we're going And now she just gave our location. Snow. So if you want to come steal anything from our house, we'll be gone. Nope, we Orange won't Beach. because there's other people going to be here. Are you just saying that? Nope. Come try our house and see. <laughs> <laughs> come find out for yourself. The garage code is... Anyways, um, also today, I'm just going to say it because I I like to be open and real on this podcast. Mom's been getting on my nerves today. Like we haven't even been together an hour or two hours. Well, no, we've been together hours, but in the first five minutes. She was on the toilet. I didn't go fast enough and it bothered her. No, it bothered me that I couldn't leave. But whose fault is that? It's not my (laughs) fault. The fact that I was taking a long time. Then she says, you have to, oh my gosh, if you don't hurry, I'm going to have to go again. So that's my fault. No, 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 no. That was my fault. I said the sound of the pee makes me have to pee again. That's why I wanted to leave. Then why didn't you let me go first? Because I had to pee. Okay. Like, I mean, whose nerves should be getting on whose at this point? Mine. I had to pee. <laughs> Anyways. Um, and then there's something else. Oh, well, it doesn't matter because I said, oh, I love you. Mm, yeah, whatever. Bye, Pat, mm. mother. But my spring break plan for this spring of the break of spring, March, is we're going to go to the beach and then I'm leaving mom and I'm going to New Orleans with... Peter, say hi, Peter. <laughs> What's up? Anyway, um, yeah, so that'll be fun, and I'll go to meet his family. They'll probably, hey, Claire, hey, Val, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Camilla, hey, Teddy, you guys are listening. I'm not nervous. What? I was about to say, I'm your not, voice just changed. I'm not bad. nervous at all, actually, at all. Not even scared one <laughs> bit. What? What? Oh, my God. Anyways, um, this is a perfect transition into today's topic because I'm going to New Orleans to meet Peter's family because we're in a, say it with me now, relationship. relationship. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Friendships, relationships, uh, if you're single, if you're dating, if you have friends, if you don't have friends, we've all been in different phases of that in life. Um, So we're going to talk about all of it today. Me and mom, someone who's not as experienced in super long relationships and someone who is for like ever because she's like so old. And I mean, I'll take it. Okay. How long have you been married to dad? The summer will be 28 years and we dated for three years. Yeah. So, so we've been together total. 31 years. But and I'm, I've been alive for 50. Wait, so you've been with dad longer, longer than... than- You've been alive. No, 31 years. 31 and you're 50? That's not longer than I've been alive. You just Oh, said... I mean longer than you've been with us. <laughs> I was like, what? Longer than you've been with us. Okay, would you like to... Now, Dad that? would say, Dad would say, feels like 50, 50 years instead of 31. That's what he would say. Mm. He would mix the age around like, okay, whatever, go ahead. Aww. What are we talking about? 
No, that's not all. Is this your that's way like, of thinking I, about dad when you're not with him? That's so sweet. Okay. I can't wait to get to my old, old age like you. Hmm. Get your I'm joking, people. My mother's young and hot. <laughs> I wish y'all could see my face right now. Ew. She's smiling. She's no, I'm wiggly not. eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. Okay, no do way. you want to open up in prayer or should I? You go ahead. You got me too flustered. Okay. Dear Jesus, I thank you for this day. I thank you so much that I get to be here with my mom and Peter's over on the side. And I thank you so much for um, a great fun day and that I get to have the blessing of being able to talk to my mom whenever I want, be open with her about my relationships. She's open with me about hers. Um, and I thank you so much for just such a wonderful role model who I get to share with people listening. I pray that the people listening um, hear what they need to hear today, whether it's it relates to their life or whether it's just something good that they might need out down the road. Um, I thank you so much for this opportunity and I pray that you, um, shine through in this time like you always do in jesus name i pray amen amen so let's get into this i i am in a relationship (laughs) and so is mom um but i wanted to kind of get like a different look on things because i know when you were my age you you met dad at my age right Mm -hmm. okay so and mom's always said, like, if she could go back and do the college thing again, like, she would be more grounded in her faith. And I like to, I mean, I'm sitting here on this Christian podcast. I like to think that I'm pretty grounded in my faith. I mean, I know I am, but I don't want to come across as like, oh, I'm such a great Christian. And blah, blah, blah. But like, I am a very faithful woman and um, it is a priority. Oh, dad's calling. Well, I don't. Do you think he needs? I'll text him. Sorry. Okay. Anyways, um, that is mom's phone here. (laughs) Stop! 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 That's mom's phone. Okay, go ahead. What you were saying? Go ahead. Well, are you gonna text? I'm texting him. Do you want me to do this? Well, I'll just ask you after. Okay. But what I was saying is, um, mom's like said how in college she she would go back and uh, do things a lot differently and focus more on her faith and I like to oh my gosh (laughs) I like to think that um I'm very grounded in my faith and I know that I pursue the Lord first in everything that I do and Peter and I have definitely like discussed before we even started dating that like our relationship is going to be based on the Lord and that's where it's going to start and then our relationship will grow from there rather than like oh dear Lord please bless this relationship it'll be like Lord, we're going to start this relationship with you and help us center around you type of thing. So I want to know kind of, because like obviously you've grown in your faith as you've gotten older. So what was it more like for you when you first started like dating dad in those beginning stages? If you even remember, like I know it was a long time ago, but like, you know, it's easy for me to sit here who after I've had like a long relationship with the Lord and be like, oh yeah, focus your relationship on the Lord. But if I'm understanding correctly, it wasn't like that for you as much in college. Like what was, what was that experience like? Yeah. So when I watch what you're doing today and think about and what, a pause, this is not for me to sit here and be like, Oh my gosh, this is great. And I'm great. And following the Lord and blah, blah, blah. Well, and not just you, other people, there are other yeah, people exactly. doing this today. <clears throat> and we had people in college that were doing it too. It wasn't, it wasn't a lot, but it was some, but we, 
I don't know. I just feel like things could have been a lot easier um, and just less, I don't want to say pain because that's not right. I don't know. We just, I, I, I've said this before. I feel like we got lucky as uh, blindly as we went in. Now, we were both Christians when we went to school, <clears throat> but I feel like that got put on the back burner instead of the front burner. Mm. And I, I feel like it just got put on the back burner and all this new stuff, um, you know, was at the forefront. And that just, it wasn't like we weren't believing. It wasn't anything. It just wasn't priority, which it mm-hmm. should have been. And I think if we'd had that as priority, then so many things would have been different. And that's why I tell you a lot that I would have done things differently yeah. in college. Do you and, have any, like, I mean, I know this is kind of like <clears throat> deep exposing the relationship, but like, are there any specific instances or like problems that you remember y'all having to overcome that would have been a lot easier? Like, you know, you said like a lot of things would have been easier. Like, Hmm. are there anything? Well, it's kind of, dad and I don't seem, I mean, we're not big on conflict and argument. Like we're very, we're both peacemakers and we're, so we, when I say easier, maybe what do I mean? I got to think about that. What do I even mean? Um, well, maybe better, it, maybe better. Like, cause yeah, Christ is stronger. in the center. I just feel like if he's in the center of it, of everything and he's, it's that verse when the three strand, you know, the three chords can't be broken. You know, the, you know, no, well, let me look it up. <clears throat> but basically when Jesus is in the middle that, um, three. that you're just stronger. I mean, it, in everything, and, and as you sit there and say, what would have been easier? What Ecclesiastes would have been... chapter 4, verse 12. The Bible tells us that though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quick. It's not quickly broken. Quick, uh, yeah, the cord of three strands. Yeah. Oh, so like, rather than like a relationship with you and dad, it would be yes. a relationship with you, dad, so, and the so Lord. So it could be broken now. Yeah. You know. Well, I think if any, anything you do in life, if you do it without the Lord, it's unstable. Yeah, true. I mean, if... We, as Christians, the Lord is our foundation. He is the base for everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I believe there's a base for every, I mean, I know there's a base for everything, and it should be the Lord, but the moment that we replace that with something else, the moment we replace, like, in a relationship or even in a friendship, if we choose that base, that foundation to be the other person, then you're literally going to rely on them. If they're in a bad mood, you're in a bad mood. You're not filling up their cup when they need it and vice versa. Um, if you choose to be i don't know sexual things then like Mm -hmm. you know you're going to be nothing when you're not doing sexual things if um male or female chooses that foundation to be porn and that's how you show your affection because that's where you learn it from like which is a very very sad world that we've come to learn but like it's kind of like if you don't learn these things like our society today like the church is so quiet to talk about sex it's so quiet to talk about relationships like dating isn't in the bible there's nowhere in the bible that talks about dating so like where are people supposed to find all this information if they're not close with their parents or they don't have a mentor they're gonna look it up and so that's i think like films and tv shows and all of this like reality shows all the that isn't actually reality it's all scripted all this stuff is just feeding our brain of this false reality of an expectation that we feel like we have to reach. And so that just puts so much pressure on relationships when if you start with your foundation being the word, the Lord, 
literally look it up. Use the internet to look up Bible verses rather than the <laughs> hidden websites. Like there's, there is so much opportunity. You just have to pray for it, seek it out, find the right people and you can. And yeah, it'll be hard to stick to that and to hold true to that, but it'll be so much like mom said, better in the long run. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even speaking from like previous relationships that I've had without like diving into, you know, there's no need to really get into like previous relationships out of respect and whatever. But like there, there definitely is a difference I've noticed in my dating history when it starts with the Lord and then when you try to add the Lord in after. Like I said this to Peter, like it's it's like if you build a house and then you try to shove the foundation <laughs> under it, that's not... Like, yeah, it'll be real hard and it's not going to be beneficial and it's you're not going to get the full potential of that house because mm-hmm. you're trying to shove this foundation after you've already built it rather than you start with the foundation, then you build the house on top of it. Like storms come, things mm-hmm. happen, but it's stable. It's grounded. Yeah, like a chimney might fall off, a door might open, like whatever, but you still have that foundation, that common ground that's going to keep it level, hold it together, make it stable. Mm, that's good word yeah i like that <laughs> um yeah anyways sorry i didn't mean to well, steal no, your thunder but there was no thunder because you were asking me what made it like what would have made it better if we were like that or whatever and it's funny because i've said we didn't really have conflict we didn't have you know it wasn't like things were hard in yeah. college in our relationship but you know what maybe it's even future things when you don't know like you know as you grow if we would have started in that beginning with all that with him in the center Maybe some of the things in our future would have been even mm. easier because you do get into different things and responsibilities, but you also grow and you grow mm-hmm. differently sometimes too. So I don't well, know. Well, that's if that the really... other thing too. Like even seeing you and dad, and like as I get older and observing, you and dad change. Mm-hmm. Like as Everybody. children, we see our parents. If you're lucky mm-hmm. enough to have like a close relationship with your parents, and if not, I mean, you can see, first of all, I'm sorry, but also you can see like in other relationships and older people any older people in your life like we think as children that like our parents once they're parents they're done you know they're just like oh that's them forever but like Mm -hmm. that's not how it is and like you are changing and will continue to change and I've seen changes in you and dad that's like oh the things that you used to like you don't like anymore Mm -hmm. like dad's really into running dad didn't run in college Mm -hmm. like mom you're really into Going to Zumba class, or I'm I don't so know. Glad you didn't I was, say laundry. I was, I was gonna say laundry, and then I'm like, no, she's not gonna like that. Yeah. But or like, you're very, very into, you know, reading Christian books, yeah. doing Bible studies. Like you weren't leading Bible mm-mm, studies mm-mm. in college. Like mm-mm. the person you marry is not going to be the same person who you spend the rest of your life with. But one thing that can remain certain is your faith. And so if that's what you start on, if that's what you base it off of, then the person that you choose to spend the rest of your life with is going to be the person that you choose to spend the rest of your life with. But if you're basing this decision of marriage or um, unity off of like traits, looks, mm. like all of that's going to change. <clears throat> yeah, You need like their, I mean, there, there are traits in the heart and like emotions and and you know, things that's like determination, drive, like whatever. But there are also certain factors that of the world that can alter that. Oh, everything. Can, I mean, you, yeah, for sure. That's why it's so important. Mm-hmm. You got to really, like, that's why I say dad and I got lucky. 
because we didn't think that much into all of it like we should have. Well, and I think also it's kind of like I sit here and I'm like, how did you and dad do it? How did you and dad do it? Like stay together for so long. You're still doing it. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't end. Mm -hmm. And it's easy for me to sit here and be like, oh yeah, I'm out of college now. So like my parents are just kind of like chilling. Like, no, you have to work every day. And I hear dad say a lot like that he loves you more every day. Like I've heard him say that multiple times and I'm just kind of like, wow, 20 something years later and he still is continuing to love you more every day. You, you do love each other more than you probably did when you first loved each other. But you go through a whole lot. And part of that is going through tough ups and downs and the hard stuff. And you stick with it all. And So let's dive into that. How has communication played into yours and dad's <laughs> you look kind of I mean, I'm kind of like... No, well, I'll uh-huh. be... Yeah, tell, well, I was about to say I'll be honest. He always says... Well, you're not going to lie. He hates it when I say, I'll be honest. So that's for you, Matt. I'll be honest. Um, yeah, he's listening to this. He Hi, I'm going to get dad on the podcast. Yeah, so, yeah. Be good. so um, I would say our first part of our marriage, since we were, I said, people pleasers, happy makers, we just want to be happy. We don't like, we happy had, makers. we had a couple friends. <laughs> we had a couple friends who, um, fought all the time. Like that was their relationship. They fought. That's what they did. They were known as the fighters and, we definitely weren't that, but um, I think that probably with us both being like that, we didn't talk about a lot of stuff that probably needed to be talked about because, oh, I don't want to hurt his feelings or he didn't want to hurt my feelings or, oh, I don't mean it like that and I don't whatever. And when he um, moved to Bowling Green and I was still at home with y'all trying to sell the house, uh, that's when I realized I didn't tell him all this stuff and he probably didn't tell me stuff either just to protect each other's feelings and I was talking to a girlfriend one day and uh, just a girlfriend a girlfriend you never call your friends girlfriends well a friend that's a girl I've never I know girls are like oh yeah my girlfriend I've never heard you say that well you're like my pal no you're like no, I didn't say pal was it was it Brandon no it's Barbara yeah. Hey, Barbara. Hey, Barbara. So, um, anyway, Barbara, we were walking, and I was frustrated just because it was hard living apart and doing, you know, y'all were younger then and whatever, and he was home like two days a week, and um, I was venting to her and telling her how I felt about some things, and she says, well, have you talked to Matt about this? And I was like, um, no. <laughs> and she says, why not? And I said, Oh, it hurt his feelings and I don't want to hurt his feelings and I don't get to see him that much and I don't want to you know I just want us to have fun when we're together I don't want to bring this up so I'm just venting it out to you and then I'll be happy when he gets here and she's like well Kelly you can't really you know he can't even fix it if he doesn't know he, he mm. probably doesn't even know he's doing it like or he doesn't know that you're upset or how can he you know how does somebody know you're acting happy all the time so he thinks things yeah. are great so then that was really um helpful so he came home and I just kind of vomited on him all my feelings and he's like whoa where is this come from and that's when I was just kind of like okay this is it and I went what and <clears throat> that's really good mm-hmm. I mean that can apply to friendships relationships mm-hmm. and just people that you see at school like how is anyone supposed to know yeah. if you don't tell them and once you've had that conversation and not just like a little side comment like if this mm-hmm. is something you genuinely want them to know sit down talk to them Maybe write out your points before, like 
think about everything you want to say and how you are going to say it and how you're going to get your point across in a way that comes from a caring soul and not from like, I know better than you and blah, 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 blah. I encourage you like before you have hard conversations or conversations where you need to tell someone how you feel about something and it may not be like the most easy conversation to have, like pray before the power. I speak about the power of prayer all the time, but like, honestly, I've never really fully understood and I know I never will understand the full power of prayer but I'm coming to understand it more and more every day as I'm on my own in college because I'm really having to rely on the Lord because it's the only parental figure I really have that I can just talk to at the like whenever Mm -hmm. I want um but be open and tell your person or your friend or whoever hey this is how this makes me feel can you not do that or hey like I'm feeling this way and these are the actions that make me feel like this like you can't just have it be a guessing game you can't like you can't just have it be the snapchat like type like oh when is he gonna snapchat me back and blah 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 blah. like this these little mind games like they just don't work if you really want something to work you have to put in the effort into the conversation and then once you have that conversation it's up to you to decide for yourself okay if this person goes and does this again am I gonna let it slide because then that's on me mm-hmm. or am I gonna stay true to what I told them during this conversation and stick to my standards and not wait around and find someone who will listen to the words that I say mm-hmm. find someone who will listen to what you say communication is key like 100 percent Peter and I are always like, hey, I'm telling you this because if I don't tell you, you won't know. But now that I've told you, you know. So it's up to you to do with that. Well, what, and when you, you tell me the little stuff that y'all, you know, just little things that y'all discuss, I was so impressed because of the way that we held it in. And then once we kind of opened it up, and that doesn't mean we're perfect in that way now, but I think if you don't open stuff up, even the littlest thing, and you don't share it with your whether it's your partner or friendship or whatever, if you don't share it, it builds up over time. Mm -hmm. And then it builds up. And one thing, it just, it gets, the mountain turns in, the mountain into a molehill. Wait, what? Mountain into a molehill. Don't make a mountain into into a a molehill. Wait. Yeah, that's what it is. But is a mountain bigger than a molehill? Don't make a, don't make a rubber band into a rubber band (laughs) ball. No, Okay. (laughs) Okay, don't forget make sh- what I'm saying. Why does that sound so weird? Don't make a don't make yeah, a yeah. Don't solo- make a mountain out of molehill. Oh, yeah, she got it. It's in my head now. Sorry, it's in my head now. Users. Yes. Oh, sorry. No. Yeah. <laughs> don't make a mountain out of molehill. Yeah, but it it just will erupt and go crazy if you if keep you keep it, it in. in. So let it. If in. you just keep brushing it under the uh-huh. rug. So if you value a relationship, you know whatever relationship it is, if you value it. If both people will just talk openly about anything. Mm -hmm. And I think the key is not to be defensive. I think we all as humans tend to get defensive when somebody points out something negative in you, period. Like if somebody comes up to me and says, well, this that you do does this to me. I mean, it's it's almost human response that you get a little like, you know, your feathers ruffled and everything. You just kind of... It, it just slow, uh, quick to listen, slow, slow to, to speak. speak. Oh no! Wait, what is it? Slow to get angry. Wait, slow to See? get angry. Yeah, slow to become angry. What verse is that? 
Let's find Quick it. to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Is, it, is that right? Um, <clears throat> we're so glad we have Peter on the side over here. <laughs> um, uh, James chapter 1, 19 through 20. Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger, for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. We are warned again in James to be slow to anger. Yeah. yeah. But if you if you can go ahead, if and I think if we could all take note of this and not be defensive, and I mean in the Bible too, it talks about, you know, if you want true wisdom, you know, and you want the that in your life and in your being to be wise you have to listen to other people and you have to hear what they say it doesn't mean you have to do what they say it doesn't mean but yeah but don't be defensive you don't have to be defensive and say listening listening and responding versus mm, having their words be the source of your knowledge Mm -hmm. Because we know the truth. As mm-hmm. Christians, we know the truth. And if what the person is saying aligns with that truth, okay, consider that. But if what that person is saying does not align with the beliefs that the Bible has given you, that your faith that the church has poured into you, then that's something to consider, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, I always think that like your, your gut will not lie to you. I like to think, for me personally, I feel like Jesus speaks to me through my gut. My conscience, I just, I can't lie. I can't, like, I don't know what it is. I can't cheat. I don't know. So, like, for me, if I feel that feeling in my gut, like, girl, if you don't talk about this now, mm-hmm. it's going to come back to bite you. And it always does. It always does. And so when you find someone or a person or a friendship or a group of friends that you really care about, like as hard as it is to bring up the little things and as much as you feel like, oh, this is something little, I don't want to be dramatic. Like it's not dramatic. You're, it's honestly worse for you not to bring it up because it's going to cause more of a problem later. Like it's you're almost being, like you're inv- you invest in the relationship when you have the hard talks. Exactly. It's, inve- it's like an investment. Exactly. It's like, okay, I'm going to invest in this, so we're going to talk. And if the other person you're talking to can't see that, then it's not worth your time. Mm-hmm. If the other person in the relationship can't see like, oh, this person is investing time to talk to me because they care about me. Mm-hmm. If they don't see that and they see it as like, why are you taking a jab? Like, why are you bringing this up? Like questioning why you should even be bringing up something that's bothering you. Like who, that's just not, I mean, I can't sit here and judge and I can't sit here and say like, oh my gosh, like this is what you should follow and this is what you shouldn't. Like I'm not God. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But from my personal experience and what I've experienced in seeing the outcomes of how people respond in difficult situations, what I've seen is that the people who really truly listen and say like, hey, I hear you. I listen to you. Here's what I have to say. Rather than, oh, well, you're just wrong and I'm right and here's why. Mm-hmm. There's definitely a difference in who I am as a person and how I'm able to interact with other people. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but that's that's the communication talk. I also <laughs> this might be opening up like a whole new can of worms. You scare me when you do that. But I just think <laughs> I'm not gonna spit my water out. No, you're not gonna spit your water out. We're okay. So tune off if you don't want to hear about the sex talk now. But I think in today's world, relationships. This is very blunt and like I'm I'm very open about the the topic of sex because I think 
if we just try to hide it, it makes it seem like a bad thing. Like the Lord created sex. It's a beautiful thing. It's supposed to be a good thing. But the world has put this view on it that makes it seem like it's this 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 thing because we just do it and on like a one night stand or we do it out of like with no meaning. Like you should have sex with one person in your entire life. Simple. A man and a woman love each other and they make that official after you say, I do. Simple. Done. That is how the Bible says it. That's how it was created to be. That's what I believe. That's what the Christian faith believes because it's in the Bible. It's what the word says. It's facts. Like that is what we believe. And in today's world, we just speak of it like it's nothing. And in relationships, we're, we're called things or it's awful if you're not having sex or it's awful if you're not doing this sexual thing or this sexual thing. And then we sit and talk about it and then we share it with other people and like we make jokes about it and then it leads to problems where you hear about all over these college campuses doing all these things and I'm just sitting here like, how in the world has it become this like such a toxic like trait something so beautiful can just be just demolished because of us and i mean i believe it because we're sinners and we see examples of it throughout the whole bible i mean literally the beginning adam and eve boom they had something so beautiful and of course they had to go to the one tree that they weren't allowed to go to like that's just who we are as humans. And that's why Jesus died on the cross for our sins. Like, I'm not sitting here saying like, hey, if you've had sex or done something, not even sex, anything, if you've done something you're not proud of, well, sorry, you're lost. Like, no, mm-hmm. there's always repentance. There's always forgiveness. The Lord died for our sins. But if you knowingly know what you're doing is not right and you continue to do it, I fully suggest that you Talk about that with your person. Talk about that with the Lord. And change your actions as fast as possible because we have no idea when the Lord is coming. Um, Okay, so in Romans 14, it says, so whatever, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to think where to start. Romans 14, 22. You may believe there's nothing wrong with what you're doing, but keep it between yourself and God. Blessed are those who don't feel guilty for doing something that they have decided is right. But if you have any doubts about whether or not you should eat something, you are sinning if you go ahead and do it, for you're not following your convictions. If you do anything you believe is not right, you are sinning. I just love that in the last, so that is that is Romans um, 14. Yeah, Romans 14, and then it's, that, that last part that I liked was verse 23. I just love it because it keeps it all simple. If you do anything that you believe is not right, you're sinning. Mm-hmm. And it's based on your convictions. Like, you could feel one thing. You could be convicted by something, and I can be convicted by something. Mm-hmm. And if I go ahead and do something that I feel is wrong, that you feel it's right, but I do it, I'm sinning because in my heart, I feel it's wrong. Mm-hmm. I just like it because it's like black and yeah. white. It's kind of reminded me from what you were saying. And I'll so. also say there's a, there's a very... A uh, fine line 
you have to take into consideration everything that the Bible says because there are verses like that where it's like, okay, one person can be convicted of one thing and one person can be convicted of another. To me, I like to think of like real world examples. That's like, okay, mom can listen to secular music, which is basically like non-Christian music um, and feel fine about it. But if I listen to music of today's world, it puts bad thoughts in my head. Then like I'm feeling convicted. I shouldn't listen to that music because I know I can't handle it. Or like a Netflix show. Like, I can watch Love Island and not think anything of it, but Joe Schmo can watch it and he starts feeling things and doing things. Then, okay, Joe Schmo doesn't need to mess around with Love Island. But you can't say like, oh, well, I don't feel convicted after I have sex. Now that, maybe you don't. But then you are not following what the Bible is preaching. So like, we have to follow the rules and the the rules of the bible and these rules and you might be thinking like oh well if god loves us why does he give us rules like think about parents to children a parent gives rules to a child to protect them like there are boundaries set in place so that your child is able to be the best version of themselves example a stove is on i'm not i'm if my child tries to touch a hot stove, I'm going to tell them not to. That's a rule. Don't touch a hot stove. That's a boundary. Not because I'm, I don't love them. It's because I do love them. I don't want them to hurt themselves. Remember when y'all were young and we talked about the Bible being your instruction manual? So like when you buy a piece of furniture, if there's a piece of furniture you buy that has to be put together, you know mm-hmm. how a lot of times you just put the instructions or how to put it together. You just put it aside and you start putting it together because you're like, oh, I can figure this out. And you don't look at the directions. Mm -hmm. So that's like the Bible. So that piece of furniture that you put together, it probably is going to go a lot quicker if you just sit and read the directions. And then it's going to go smoother, you know, less headaches, less frustrations, things falling and, oh, that didn't work. Or you could put the thing together and it could just fall down once you put stuff on it because it wasn't done right. Mm -hmm. So the Bible, the instruction manual, it's like that's your... That's your rules. That's what you follow. And it, you know, if you do it, it doesn't mean your life's going to be roses and perfect, but you, it's again, back to foundation and stuff. It might be stronger and sturdy and be able to withstand the storms and the tough stuff. And because you, you have the foundation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, I mean, this conversation started with sex, but it kind of like went off into, you know, kind of all the motives behind it. But I would just say, like, in general, like, how did we get there? I don't know, but it was good. So, okay. like, kind of got to go with it. Um, but, like, love. Like, it is the action form of love. And when thinking, I pulled it up because, you know, relationships revolve around love. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, I pulled up uh, first, first Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 through 8. Um, which basically definition of love love is patient love is kind it does not envy it does not boast it is not proud it does not dishonor others it is not self-seeking it is not easily angered it keeps no record of wrongs love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth it always protects always trusts always hopes always (laughs) perseveres love never fails but where there are prophecies they will cease where there are tongues they will be stilled where there's knowledge, it will pass away. So one thing you told me, Mom. Mm, I was about to say it. Mm, mm, 
every and i think i've said this before i i've definitely said this before but if you haven't heard it on another podcast i'll just briefly say replace your person whether it's a friend relationship marriage um replace love with that person's name Mm -hmm. kelly is patient kelly is kind kelly does not envy kelly does not boast you know and and see put yourself in there and Mm say hey am i like, am I patient? Check yourself. I, I struggle with patience. Oh, my God. Today. I literally have struggled with patience today. I literally exposed myself at the beginning of the podcast. That's something I need to work on. That's something I need to pray about. Like, check in with your person, but also check in with yourself. And I think also, like, wherever you're at in relationship status-wise, whether you're single, this is a great time to hear this podcast. If you're already married and you're listening to this podcast, there is no reason why you can't have a conversation with your spouse and say, hey, I'm feeling this way. Let's talk about it. Like, it's never too late to quote-unquote start over, but it's never too late to, like, implement new boundaries, new standards for yourself. Like, you like mom and dad they got married and they're they were not as strong in their faith as they are now but like they've been able to grow together because they've been open with each other and dad's leading bible study groups mom's literally preaching mom's led so many bible study groups she's on this podcast right now speaking christianly advice for about relationships like that is an example of hey we started one place but we want to better each other um starting Mm -hmm. with the lord like it's it's not impossible and it's it's a beautiful thing and it's work but it's worth it i mean in anything you do in life like it's it's work but what you put in is what you get out but the crazy thing about the lord is like whether we put in good or bad he will still respond in a way that cheers us on and wants us wants the best for us mm-hmm. um and we'll constantly mess up and we're not going to be perfect and it's not going to be a perfect like incline of like you're getting better and you're doing great like it's you're gonna fall you're gonna stumble but that's why he's there to catch you that's why you have him as the foundation that's why you start with him as that platform because if you try to add it in later well maybe you might fall and half the foundation isn't under your house yet you fall in a hole you know so I encourage you before um, you further a relationship with whoever you're with to further your relationship with the Lord before you um, dive into someone tangible to touch here on this earth with mm-hmm. you. Um, that's, yeah, that's all I really have to say. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry we skirted off of your sex talk. Oh, it's, you know, it's I have okay. Some, I, can, I can talk more about that another time. I have I'm some other sure. things, but then I'd get into a long, probably, podcast. To long Maybe we could have a sex talk. Let's <laughs> talk about sex. That could be your intro. Yeah, instead of the ukulele. <laughs> or I could do the ukulele version of that song. <laughs> Let me know what you guys think. Uh, sure didn't think we were going to get this deep on a mother-daughter podcast, did mm. you? I don't know. Not surprising. Do you have any final words? Any anything that you wish you like younger version before dating dad or dating or getting involved with boys? Like for my really younger viewers, like anything you would want to hear before getting involved with boys? Oh gosh. Yeah. I would have liked to just have <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have a relationship with Jesus first and have him be your number one first. Like mm-hmm. I think until you have, 
you got to love him first, then you can love yourself, then you can love others. Until you get all that figured out, it's not going to fall into place. Mm-hmm. And I would say know your worth, male mm-hmm. or female, know your worth. Um, there's so much stigma around like, oh, guys treating girls bad. I mean, it's the same way, vice versa. Girls treat guys bad. I mean, like, no matter who you are, know your worth. Know your standards before you get involved with someone. Know yourself before you get involved with someone. And the way to do that is through the Lord. The way to do that is self-reflection through the Bible. Um, Because the closer you get to the Lord, the more you will find out about yourself and the more you will be shown like, hey, these are my weaknesses. Let's focus on that and strengthen that so that I'm able to get into a relationship where I can grow alongside with the person and be able to fall but know hey this is where I stumble let me tell my person so I can have someone that's accountable that can hold me accountable and vice versa have someone who treats you the way you know you should be treated have someone who you would set your future child up with I always think about it like that like is the person I'm with someone who I'd want my daughter to be with if the answer is yes yeah Right now, the answer is yes, so that's good. But um, (laughs) that'd be awkward if I was like, oh, I don't really know. He's like, right over there. Um, But yeah, just things to think about. And I, I mean, I can sit here and be like, follow the Lord, follow the Lord, and everything will fall into place. I mean, you have to put those things into action. Like, we are here on this earth, an evil place, and we are the light of the world. And Sadie Robertson said yesterday, it's you can see light better in a dark room. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, but I also would say you can see more light with two people in a dark room. So find someone who treats you like the light that you are and treat them with the same respect. Um, Be open. Talk to that person. Don't settle. There's someone out there, and if there's not someone out there, you're going to be fine because it's not in your plan. It's not, nothing's in your plan. It's in his plan. Mm Mm-hmm. So, and Jesus is the one you can't live without. Like you, well, you have to be careful yeah, in relationships yeah. because you know relationships do make you happy, and the person makes you happy, and they fill you up, and you fill each other up, and stuff like that. But they can't be if you make that person in your relationship. And I'm specifically talking about you know couples and things like that. If you're setting yourself up, that can be really hard because something can happen to the person, something can happen to the relationship if you found your happiness only in the. Mm-hmm. That you got to find your happiness in Jesus because Jesus will always be there. And I don't know too. what it is, but us Christian folks, I mean, this is like so, such a as folks, such a stereotype. But like, it seems that we really want to be in relationships. Like, I don't know what it is, but like, a, a lot of Christian girls that are single are like, oh, I just really want a guy, and like all the guys are like, oh, I just really want a girl. And I mean, I've been there. I've definitely been there. Um, and that's such a stereotype. And it, I say, well, it God joke. is love. Well, exactly. I mean, like I just, Oh, it's three o'clock. Um, but I think, I think it's just, we crave companionship because we know we're made to be in community with, with other people. We know that two is better than one. Like we know that when the Lord created Adam, he said, he's alone. That's not good. Eve, he created Eve man has woman that is good i mean we know all these things like we naturally just have that desire to be with someone because we set our intentions right and it's really easy for me to sit here and say like it's okay to be alone while i literally have someone that i'm dating like 
I don't want to come off hypocritical, but like I like for a whole year before Peter and I started dating, I was focused on myself and it was the best experience of my life. Like, and not in a way that's like, oh, I don't like being with Peter now, but in a way that's like, I could not be the girlfriend that I am now without that year of self-reflection. I am so much better now and can put so much more into the relationship now because I'm prepared because I spent time with the Lord, reading books, watching sermons, looking proverbs 31 like whatever like reading the word all of these things of outdated growing myself yes outdated <laughs> by jonathan pakluda wonderful book i so encourage you listen to podcasts like you all this stuff is at our fingertips if you really want a beneficial relationship for yourself and to be able to benefit someone else in partnership while having the lord as your foundation in the root of that connection do your research start with the facts go to the bible pray like you you can do that because the lord has the power to do that for you and and i don't know the plan i mean maybe you're single who knows i don't know But what I do know is whatever the outcome is, if you rely on the Lord first, you will have peace with whatever the outcome is. I can promise you that 100% because his plan is is playing through. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Not he will give you what you want, but he will place in your heart what you desire. Therefore, the closer you get to the Lord, the more fulfilled you will feel because your desires he is placing there and that's following through in your life and that's life (laughs) (laughs) the end the end um yeah we're at 50 minutes so um we we were kind of winding down a minute ago and then we we wound back up we turned on the jets but it was all good i think and you know people need to hear it and i could continue to just talk about this forever i'm very passionate about the topic Mm -hmm. of relationships Mm -hmm. um Shout out to Peter for being <laughs> a good boyfriend. Shout out to dad for being a good dad and husband. Um, anyways, I hope this podcast was beneficial. Maybe you don't have a couple figure to look up to. Um, so hopefully this could give you some insight on, you know, a long-term relationship if that's what you want. Um, hopefully that's what you want. I pray that for you. Um, yeah, I... I I hope y'all got some good nuggets out of this. I know I did. And I mean, I talk to my mom about this stuff all the time. And, you know, I've heard her say things like this before. But hearing you say it over and over again, like, it doesn't lose any value or any meaning at all. Because I forget. And then, you know, I change and I grow. And I can take the things that you say differently in different seasons of life. So, um, yeah, maybe you come back to this podcast a couple months down the road. And you're like, oh, wait, I want to listen to this again. It can help you. You never know. Um, that's all I have to say. Mic drop. <laughs> yeah. It was fun. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. And now we're going to go see SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah. We love you, everyone. I love you. Jesus loves you. Yeah, Mama loves you. And that's life. And that's Mama. <laughs>